Då sitter jag igång här. Okej, så jag sitter här med Gustav Alströmer, uh, who's product manager at Airbnb Growth. Uh, what's your story? Um, so my background is I moved to the U.S. I think about seven years ago, eight years ago, and I started a company. <clears throat> and one of the problems that we had with that company was growing. So ever since that first product, I've been thinking and working on growth-related issues. And I think um, there was very few companies that had like a defined growth team until like 2007, 2008. And probably LinkedIn and Facebook were the pioneers. They were the first people to specifically focus on having a growth team. Um, today, a lot of companies in US and Sweden have copied uh, them or, or inspired by them. And they have very specific product teams that are building products that drive your user growth. They also focus on things like conversion optimization. So people land on your site, they try to make them to become users or customers. And um, I did that at Voxer. And Voxer was a, is a walkie-talkie application uh, with millions of users. And pretty early in that, uh, after we launched that product, we knew that it was something that people wanted. People that, even at a few thousand users, we saw behavior suggested that this was something that was going to go big. People really loved using the product. So those two and a half years I worked at Voxer, we spent all our time on growth. And it was a, couple, a combination of things. Uh, spending time on uh, user studies. I boxed with a lot of users in the beginning, just understand who they were and why they were using the product, how, who they were talking to. And uh, we also looked at numbers a lot. So we were looking at metrics on user behaviors, basically any, anything that gave us, a, gave us an idea of what people were doing with the product. And we had created a hypothesis of what was driving growth, spent the next year and a half basically driving those numbers. And it had a great impact. We basically, not overnight, but because nothing is ever an overnight success, but we literally overnight uh, became one of the largest applications in the United States. And wow. mo most of the 2012, we were ahead of Facebook in the App Store. And uh, it was a crazy time, um, but it's, it's difficult to build a free consumer application because there are a lot, of, a lot of other free consumer applications that will compete with you when you do that. So it was a great learning, um, and I, I've been helping a lot of other companies working on growth in the last couple of years. It's been really awesome. So, uh, what's your message? Um, so some of the messages are a little bit controversial. Um, I think that. Marketing have changed a lot, and I get very frustrated when I see uh, people thinking, oh, I built this product, and it's great, so the world can have it. I don't have to do anything else. The people just adopt it. Uh, that's almost always not true or false. Um, and I also get a little bit annoyed when there's a disconnect between the people that build the product and the people that are marketing the product, mm. because it's very often... Um, much more like kind of integrated um, situation than people think. Um, but it's still very common that it's from the old world. You build something and then you have people that, that only do marketing and they're marketing their product. I think um, marketing should be part of the product. Mm. And to make that really work, it requires kind of a very deep product integration and thinking deeply about how people use it, why would they want to tell their friends about it. Um, and uh, I think Facebook, again, was someone that was really early figuring that out. They figured out that if you get to 10 friends within, or 15 friends within 10 days, you're very likely to use Facebook, and you would mm -hmm. get a great value out of using Facebook. 
And after they figured that out in 2007, they spent the next couple of years making sure everyone got to 15 friends in 10 days or whatever the number was. Mm. Um, I think that then the product will market itself if you do that. Facebook never was very good at traditional marketing because they figured out anyway. The same is probably true with Google. It's, it was never true, like working on traditional marketing for a long time or branding. Uh, it was just building a product that was so great that people will like to tell their friends. Um, I, I don't think that's true for everyone. I think if you have a product that's very similar to something else, you still have to do a lot of branding, a lot of marketing. Um, but if you build something that's unique, um, you can build the growth into the product. It's very interesting. Uh, what are you going to do next? Um, well, <laughs> I have a day job at Airbnb uh, where I work, and I work on the growth team, and I'm helping a couple of other startups with growth. Um, and I'm trying to spread the, spread the message that this is something that you should be doing. You should be spending time on thinking about growth inside the product. And uh, it's been super rewarding. Like it's, I see a lot more people in Sweden doing that more recently. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it's been. I think I think the world is now picking up the story and and these learnings. I think Facebook. A lot of companies kept this secret for a couple of years. Like, oh, we figured something out that people didn't want to share. But definitely in San Francisco, Silicon Valley, in the last couple of years, it's been much more widely understood how these companies are growing. And it's not a secret anymore. It's like a shared, something that people like to share with their friends or share in the, in the industry. So thank you very much, Gustav, for your words on growth. Um, and have a nice evening here. Thank you so much. Ah, thanks, Gustav.